Hi, this is Max Gredenchik, ROM of Deep Space Nine, congratulating Trekmate on their 200th podcast. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. As is a tall ship and a star steered by I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trek Mate. My name's Jude Hawkins. And my name's Wayne Emery. And to celebrate us reaching... 200 episodes we are being joined by one of our favorite people uh, in the known galaxy it is the <laughs> wonderful max gradenchik yay <laughs> that's max doing that that's, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us again max we've been meaning to have you back on for so long I know. Well, uh, I can't believe how long it's been when you said it's it's been two years since we saw you, Max, uh, in England. And it's been three years since we've had you on the podcast. Oh, I remember that podcast. That podcast was from the kitchen. See, I remember where I was. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a very nice. That was a very nice interview, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. That just kind of Good. flowed. I was it's, it's three years ago, but yeah, I was uh, it feels like it. It feels like my brain was uh, uh, much fresher back then. But, uh, much fresher. <laughs> well, see, we'll see how this goes. Thank you for having me. Thank you both for having me. Oh, I'm glad to have you back. Really happy. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. And uh, before, uh, before we might like, start proper, just uh, for our listeners' sake, are you keeping well, Max? Are you uh, in these uh, strange times? Have you been keeping managing to keep safe? Uh, we're uh, very aware of the situation, and uh, we are doing our best to, to uh, keep safe. Yeah, we okay. So and so, with yeah. with the whole corona of it all, it is uh, it's a big it's very strange at the moment because people have been so used to seeing uh, yourself and the other Trek actors in person on a much like more regular basis. So have you been missing the cons? Uh, well, every uh, there, there's a promoter, uh, Creation Entertainment, mm-hmm. and they have a con in Las Vegas. It's it's a tra- been a tradition every every year, first week of August, uh, first first uh, f- uh, first few days of August, and uh, we, our family, my wife and uh, our daughter, we make a trip out. Of, you know, I'm from the states, so and, and we live in Austria now, so we make a an annual vacation trip out of that we we build a vacation around uh the convention i go to the convention i spend five days there we uh before that we uh we we find a house to rent with the swimming pool (laughs) and uh and 
find restaurants we like there in, uh, in uh, we, we, we come into the Los Angeles. I have friends in Los Angeles still, and uh, we meet up with them. We spend time with them. Uh, after the convention, we go to Disneyland for my daughter, and actually we enjoy it very much too. And, and that is sort of, uh, has become a tradition. So, so without that convention, we, uh, we couldn't fly. We couldn't fly. I mean, flying was just extremely difficult, and uh, uh, nobody wanted to get on a plane uh, this uh, August or late July. So, um, yeah. So, do I miss it? Uh, yes. Yeah, I miss. Uh, it's a real um, adjustment. But uh, I'm healthy. My wife's healthy. My daughter's healthy. You guys are healthy, uh, and a lot of people are dying. So, um, you know, um, you know, count, 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 count your blessings. Uh, so, so you know, we missed a year. We missed a year, and uh, and Disneyland was clo- Disneyland was closed anyway. So yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a good so, point. Um, we been able to get in anyway. Uh, while we're on the subject of conventions, can I just ask you, Max, what it was like um, two years ago when you were in London to finally see Armin put the makeup back on and do some uh, photos with Armin and uh, Aaron? Uh, Armin, all... Armin and makeup. Armin and makeup was great. Well, yeah, and makeup. He was just. Uh, he, he looked fantastic. Uh, he, he was just yeah. It was just such a, such a kick for for Aaron and I to see him and 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 and, and be with him in makeup. So Aaron and Aaron and I are used to it. We, we started yeah. doing it. We started doing it a few years back. But uh, Armin always refused. He said there isn't enough latinum in the galaxy yeah. to get me to put on that. Uh, Eventually, there was. I I'm guessing. <laughs> Yeah. I'm guessing there must have been, yeah, yeah. yeah. How was it for because um, like after like refusing to do it for so long, uh, was it a bit of an adjustment for him, or was he uh, was he looking forward to getting it back on by the end of it? Oh, I don't think he ever looked forward to getting it on. He he he, he looks forward to getting it off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, but he, you know, he when Armin says he's going to do something, he does it a hundred percent. So. You know, he was not. He, he, there were no complaints or anything like that. He said, you know, I'm, uh, he and he played the role of Quark. The uh, you know, as as he's putting the makeup on, you see Quark come to life. It was a great thing for me to see. I so. think also that weekend uh, when uh, Armin did the photo shoot at the Quark's bar, I think that was the biggest line I saw all weekend. Oh, that was uh, that convention was in England, wasn't it? Yeah, was it Birmingham, Birmingham, I think. Yeah. Okay, that was. Um, Oh, that was the last time we saw you. That was the that, same weekend that they did the the um, premiere, uh, the English premiere of What We Left Behind. That's the last time we spoke to you. Uh, was that when the uh, the the uh, documentary was was shown? That yeah. Was the, that was the first time. You know, was that the first time I saw the documentary? There had been a screening in America just a month or so before, and I don't know if you will have been at that or not. Uh, I remember asking Max on the red carpet and Max hadn't seen it at that point. It was going to be the <sighs> first time. So we all saw it together for the first time. But I yeah. saw, I think I, now I, I saw it that night. Yeah. Mm. I saw it that night. I was uh, absolutely blown away by it. Same. And, uh, and if, if you're a DS nine fan, um, uh, I, I highly, 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 highly recommend it. Uh, and not for, you know, I'm not looking for, um, we're not trying to sell it, but if you can get it out of the library, or, or you know, it's fantastic. It, it really is. We, it, it really is something. It really is something special. Uh, and 
Yeah, I the think only thing I would like more is for it to be longer, but it's already two hours. But <laughs> if it was three or four hours, I'd be happy. Even happy. Well, you know, you know, you know that ending where uh, Nana and uh, yeah, I shouldn't maybe shouldn't give anything away, but Nana is talking with Ira. Yeah. About about how long you know making it longer, and uh, Ira says it's you know it's okay the way it is. It's short. It's long enough. But yeah. Anyway, uh, what well, was the question? What was the question about that documentary? What, uh, I saw it, I saw it I saw it in Linz. We live in Austria, and Linz is our capital in mm-hmm. the province. And we went to Linz to see it with some friends. So that must have been a- so. I've seen it twice, I think, and that must have been after uh, that night. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm 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 guessing. I don't. Yeah. One thing because me and you were sitting with each other when uh, we watched it, and we both got such a huge pop and uh, excitement when you opened the documentary, Matt. Yeah. Oh, don't don't let's. I don't want to. We, we maybe we shouldn't spoil it. Maybe we shouldn't spoil. It. You don't want it. That's fine. Um, that's, what was it, doing the documentary for yourself? Uh, what was some of the highlights of like revisiting uh like going over like memories of the show with your fellow cast members and ira well first of all in terms of opening the show it was an it was such an honor it was, it was such an honor to to be asked to do that um i mean you got some really heavy hitters there you know uh, mm-hmm. nana and, and renee rest in peace and uh, and sidig and, and um, just all the all, all, all the all the regulars on the show, and uh, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean they got they, they got seen soon enough, I think. But to yeah. be in the introduction, to be in that very beginning of the film was uh, I was just uh, honored, and I I thought Ira was crazy, and uh, I told him <laughs> that. But he that's what he wanted to do. So did it take you long to pencil everything that you've done for the doc? Oh, the music pieces are part, well, the, they're part of a show we do now called the, the Star Trek Rat Pack. I was going to ask that if you performed them live, yeah. We do. We've been performing in Vegas since, oh, when, uh, this will, it, our 11th, the, um, okay, the, the convention that was supposed to be this August, the ne- next August, uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That would have been our 11th uh, performance. So we've done 11. We would have done 11 years. Wow. We will do 11 awesome. years because we will do 11 years because creation postponed it one year and hopefully everything will be OK by then. Knock on wood. And uh, yeah, so we 11 times there, but we've done it. We've done it. In, we did it in England. Yeah, we had a, we had a show in England. We had a show in uh, uh, in, in Germany. Uh, we've been to Canada. We've been to the major cities in the United States. We've been to Hawaii. Boston a couple of times, Chicago a couple of times, um, San Francisco once I remember. Uh, all yeah, we've we've done the show like thirty times I would say. So 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 no nothing was new for the documentary. That was stuff uh, that I that was Ira got the idea because he came to see us perform. Uh-huh. So so that's where and he started liking the songs. So. Um, it was a perfect choice to put them in the dock where he did, I think. Well, I, it, I, I, it I, really well. I can't see. I can't see it objectively. I'm a little, little, I, you know, a little nervous about it. But you uh, must be proud though to see yourself up on the screen. And I thought it was cool as well when it comes up. It's in alphabet, alphabetical order, but it comes up with your name first at the end on the credits. <laughs> I thought he's got to love that. <laughs> really nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
can I ask you one question about the lyrics of um, uh, I Left My Quark and Captain Cisco? It yes. just makes me laugh because you're going through the characters of Deep Space Nine and then suddenly at the end of it you get you, you say the operations team and then on the screen it just shows Wolf right. and O'Brien was, and I just thought, that, did he that, not that have was, time to put their names in there? That, you just... uh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I the song was already written. The song goes back to you have probably, to you have to probably 19, 1997. It was originally a piece about uh, uh, Lita and Ron about being in you know ah. that, that that I left Lita behind or, or something something like that. Yeah. And then uh, over the years, it 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 changed. It, it developed, and uh, so. So when Ira, Ira saw when Ira saw the songs he wanted, he just wanted that song. Then yeah. he did all the he did all the editing of it. Ah, he did, he, okay. He put the pictures to it. We just I I just came in with the song, and the rest of the Rat Pack guys came in with our I think our closing number, and uh, yeah. So 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 none of that I can't take credit. Ira Bear, Ira Bear, Ira Bear, our executive producer. Fair enough. Um, and very very talented man. And um, oh, definitely. And by the way. The very first Star Trek episode I ever did was on Next Generation, third season. It was called Captain's Holiday. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it was also the very first episode written by Ira Stephen Bear. First Star Trek episode written by him. So so interesting how our paths cross. Yeah, it's like fate. Yeah, but but the 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 answer is um, I we just the Rat Pack just does the songs. We don't have any video with us. Mm -hmm. Do we? We have a little bit of video, but very, very, only to yeah. accompany a couple of songs. But no, that song, those songs that we sang have no video with them. Ira mm-hmm. put, any video was put in by Ira. Yeah. So when you see the, when you see uh, the crew, you know, uh, the operations team, uh, which mm-hmm. thank God rhymes with dream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you see, when you see them, Ira is adding those uh, uh, visuals to it. Yeah. yeah. No, I just thought it was amusing that like Bashir and uh, all the other characters get name checked, and then it's just Worf and O'Brien are just operations team. Uh-huh. They don't uh-huh. they don't get yeah. their own yeah. thing. I thought it was fun. No, I, I did wonder for a second could it be uh, Cole Meany with his uh, complaining about the makeup, <laughs> the thing, like they've got in the DS9 thing. Like you're not getting your name in the song because you complain about the makeup when I was going. No, I had nothing. I, I I I did I not pick. Yeah. I did not pick who was in the video. Uh, I had nothing, yeah. to do, nothing to do with the video. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, and uh, touching on um, what we left behind, the last couple of years hasn't been kind at all to um, uh, Deep Space Nine uh, cast. And mm. it was so sorry to hear uh, the sudden passing of Aaron. And uh, it's such a huge loss the community but also to yourselves as well for losing such a good friend because you and Aaron were always uh, like so close at the con always together and yeah always together and I just wondered if there was maybe any fun stories that you might remember from your times either at the cons or from like behind the scenes at the show that you wouldn't mind sharing with us well you know uh yeah it was I think a lot of people have experienced this. It's the the sudden, the sudden loss. We had just done a 
convention a, 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 a month earlier or so. Wow. We just sat next to each other a whole weekend, which we usually do at that creation convention in August. We, 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 we were just right next to each other. And he says, Max, watch my table. Yeah, I'll watch your table. And I tell him, I'll uh, ask him to watch my table. And, and he says, listen to this. Max, listen to this. This guy told me this. Isn't that funny? I said, no, Aaron, I don't think it's funny. <laughs> uh, he didn't like my sense of humor. I didn't always like his. But, uh, but he did. I, we were, I think we were in Germany once. Well, more than once we were in Germany, but uh, I think this happened in Germany. He was watching Seven of Nine on stage. I think we were we, we were supposed to be up there next or soon, or maybe we were going to sign autographs in that room where she was. And how did he say it? He said, uh, he said, Max, <laughs> if if Seven of Nine, if Seven of Nine, if Seven of Nine, no, if 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 Aaron Eisenberg marries seven of nine then he'd be aaron eisenborg <laughs> i remember he said i remember he said that and we laughed we laughed out loud that uh, he was such a fan friendly person Definitely. <laughs> and um you know renee passed away also yeah R- renee Aaron was 50 years old. I don't, I don't know how old Renee was, but considerably older. And Renee's passing was, we knew he was, he, he told people he only has uh, this long to live. And uh, I think he lived a lot longer than they, they had predicted. So when he passed away, it wasn't the same kind of uh, shock. Um, Aaron was, he, you know, he was, he was coaching a, a soccer game, which he loved doing. And, and he just, he just fell and uh yeah yeah he was uh he was a pain in the ass a lot of the time but uh you know people people you love are pain can be pains in the ass of course, yeah. <laughs> you know so um we were shooting a little green man and uh odo comes to save us and he's driving this jeep mm-hmm. and the the way they shot it was the jeep was on a right no, the camera was on a rail mm-hmm. and, 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 and moving with the Jeep as it comes. And it was like one, three, five takes, eight takes, nine takes. And then Aaron, and we, <laughs> there was nothing for us to do except be seen in the Jeep. We didn't have any lines to run or anything. Mm-hmm. And Aaron starts singing, three Ferengi in a Jeep. Man, we are in trouble deep. Got to get back to Deep Space Nine. Got to get back to our own time. So he just started making up these lyrics to that uh, army song. And, uh, oh, that's excellent. And he was a great improv. He loved improvising and he was great at it. And I hate improvising. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I, I like my lines, you know. <laughs> like to know what you're doing. But so we were at odds and uh, over things like that. And uh, That's brilliant. Nothing, nothing serious. Nothing serious. Yeah. And, and yeah. That's the thing because being it, like with the characters um like that you're playing father and son th- there probably wasn't anyone except Armin that you would like act with quite as much. Uh yeah. so it, it's like it's inevitable that uh, like yourself and Aaron and uh, Chase would all grow close and it's it, I I can only I imagine like the friendship that you guys built up over the years 
I love I love hearing from Armin and also in the documentary about how you guys all get together at Armin's house uh, for practice rehearsals that you didn't even have to do. I always like to imagine what they'd be like. Uh, they were so nice. uh, they, they were work and they were fun and uh, we, mm. we we yeah you know when an actor goes in front of a camera um, well, from what I've experienced in in Hollywood and uh, other places other places where they film uh, you get you know you get you get the material and you work on it at home you don't get to rehearse it with your with your scene partner mm. in, in 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 the in the in the show to like 10 15 minutes before they they shoot it they call yeah, you in to light it they scary. call you in to light it and and uh armin was very aware of that he's uh, armin is an extraordinarily experienced film actor and stage actor but 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 you know he, he knew that we'd have very little time so we'd go to his house sit around his table and uh, it was beautiful it was beautiful we'd uh we'd get to ask questions what you know what why do you think they wrote this line like that and uh ask other people's opinions and it was a wonderful thing to do yeah that yeah. was Armin, to, totally armin's idea and uh and very uh, very smart of him uh, once again showing his wisdom yeah <laughs> yeah i think it just i don't know it just makes it feel like those characters are so much more real like they really are family when we know that you're doing that in real life as well so so then you go then you go to the set you know, mm. you got you got three hours of makeup or whatever, uh, and then two, and then it became two and a half. And, but you, you got three hours of makeup on you, and when you hear the lines, when you when you start to say your lines and hear the other lines, it's not such a strange. It's not so strange yeah. to you. You know, you've already planned out a little bit of how you'd like to say them, what you'd like to do with them. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was uh, that, that was um, it was work and it was fun too. Yeah because through the work you get to know each other better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. and it's and it's not as if uh, when you're recording they're short days either you would start like extremely early and finish extremely late we could have uh, 15 hour days 16 hour days uh, yeah yeah we could yeah wow i'm just thinking people ask me about the makeup it's not one day of makeup is nothing but when you have four days in a row that's uh yeah that's that's a uh, not complaining. Not complaining. Love the job. Would do it again in a heartbeat. So yeah. And, uh, but, but when they peel, when they start, they start peeling off the makeup, and it leaves a little scar. And then the next day you come in and get more makeup. They, the glue goes back right where the scar is. Oh. But you get used. To, no, you really, you really, you really get used to it. There's worse jobs in the world, isn't there? Oh, <laughs> Star Trek character. I'm so lucky. So yeah. lucky. So lucky to have that job. Yeah, and with those long days though, with all of the because a lot of the time is pretty much like waiting about because obviously you're not exactly comfortable all the time. What was the best ways that you found to pass the time whilst you're waiting between scenes? Uh, one one thing I discovered is that I could sleep on the head, the head, the 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 butt head as we call them, the rubber head, would act as sort of a pillow for me. So I could get into a position where I would lie down uh, and um, my rubber head against the, 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 the sofa in the, in, in the little dressing room they have for me. Uh, and I could actually sleep, yeah, that, oh, which, was, which was really important as, as the week went on and, and the hours got longer and longer. So, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's what I would do, yeah. yeah. And also run lines with, run lines with people and uh, mm-hmm. like that.
And where I don't know the actual layout of the Paramount lot, but was you close enough that you would uh, some might be able to say pop and see what was going on at Voyager or what was going on at TNG or? We were very close to Voyager. Voyager was the old TNG. We we were next to we started out next to TNG. And uh, then the TNG set became the Voyager, the the mm. the, 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 the sound stages of TNG became the sound stages of uh, Voyager. So yeah, we could go in there. I think I went in there a couple of times, but don't wanna don't want to um, disturb don't want to disturb people when they're working. So, uh, but I I think I I, uh, I think I was over there a couple of times. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair enough. Excellent. And so with uh, like with your like story career that there is something that jude wanted to ask you about that you, you had worked on recently oh my jude. god oh yeah i forgot about that right uh, there's no <laughs> bad uh intentions meant with, with what i'm saying here max but have you actually seen the film unbelievable <laughs> I, I have not no i have not uh, i kind of wish i hadn't like i love seeing all you guys in it it's really great seeing all the uh, Star Trek actors, but it it was not what I was hoping for. You guys did a great job, but I said to Wayne that like the whole thing seems like you guys have all just come in. You'll be able to confirm this and just film like a three minute scene, but you have no idea what the story is of the the, the rest of the film, like or, or how your characters might play a part in the film because it's. If you watch it, it's just so disjointed. Hmm. It's just. Um, Do you think I should watch it? No, what... no, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> save your time. Like, you can go and watch your own scene back and see how you did because it's fine. It's funny. It's you and Casey, I think, isn't it? Um, uh, it's a me and um, oh god, uh, uh, he's from you, Leicester. The guy from Casey. Leicester. No, who's from Leicester, England? From uh, Voyager? Is it Voyager? No, it's uh, Enterprise. Oh, uh-huh. uh, Dominic. Dominic Keating. Dominic Keating. Yeah. yeah. Dominic Keating. Um, I did a scene with him, I think. Yeah, where we have a guy on an a, on a, on a, a crash gurney. cart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gurney. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. No. It's good. That's what I've said to Wayne. Like everybody's um, acting and stuff in the film is spot on. You know, all you guys are great at what you do from DS9 and Voyager and Enterprise, but the film itself, like, yeah, I just say, save your time. Don't don't rent it. But you know, you, you know, you ask me what I do when I'm in between in between scenes. If I have to, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, if I have a scene and then I don't have a scene for a couple of hours, maybe I like to watch actors acting in front of the camera, see what they do. You reminded me of that because I remember watching mm-hmm. Bob Picardo. I watched Picardo, who had, the, the, I think, uh, our scene led into him doing something in front of the camera. So yeah, I watch. I would watch Renee, and I, I would watch everybody. Nana, and 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 Colm. when they had their their close-ups or or two shots or whatever it was, I I would try to watch when I could, and try and, and it, it was fascinating to me. Just mm. fascinating to me. Yeah. Because I'm not. I don't. I didn't grow up with a camera. I grew up on stage, really. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. And that's what, somewhere where you would need to practice, isn't it, beforehand? Yeah, yeah, and get ideas, see how other people carry themselves, see how they do it. So, so it, it, yeah, it, it's, film acting is to me a totally different creature than stage acting. But uh, 
but people there are people who are great at it at both and uh boggles my it boggles my mind yeah <laughs> so so i try to pick up a little a little you know here and there absolutely and uh with uh, with deep space nine um was there is there any did you ever watch any of the episodes like the like the actual finished products or would you like uh, just like see it as you're filming did i ever watch the finished product on ds9 uh, i mean my, yeah yeah i would let me know if i'm answering your question or not but i had to watch <laughs> because until i saw it i would be a part of my brain would be obsessed with ah Ah, I should have done that line differently. I should have done that line differently, or I should have moved this way. You know, I should have mm-hmm. spoke up. I should have spoke up about the uh, the blocking of the scene. You know, there were uh, there would be always an, 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 at least a few thoughts in my head about why I thought I did the scene poorly. So I would have to see it, and the first time I would see it, I was a little numb, and I couldn't be objective about it. So I would see it again. And uh, I used to tape them, yeah. And uh, it was never, it was rarely as bad as it was in my obsessive head, if that makes sense to you. No, we all do that in life, don't we? <laughs> am, am I, am, did I answer your question? Yes, you did. Uh, okay. Yes, you did. And uh, watching episodes back, did you ever, uh, what, what were some of your favorites as a viewer? rather than like it was a ones where you um what were some of your uh, favorite episodes that maybe like wasn't rom centric oh that wasn't rom centric yeah well i really like that episode uh there's a few you're talking specifically about ds9 yeah yeah uh what's the name of that episode far beyond the stars oh definitely that's where that's where avery that's where uh, avery is a, a is a science fiction writer. That's, that's one of my favorites, if, if not my favorite, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a powerful. Uh, yeah, I think that's a powerful uh, episode. Yeah, it is. I, I would say, I would say that. Yeah. To be honest, it's one of those ones that's even more relative now than, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, than then yeah. as well. Yeah, they, they did oh, a great. Like Avery, 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 did, Avery directed. Not only did Avery. Not only was Avery the uh, protagonist, the the, 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 the the key player, he also directed it, which is astounding, yeah. astounding. Because if you look at what people like Robbie Duncan McNeil and all, all those guys, and uh, uh, when they start directing, they're direct usually directing an episode which they have just a one scene in, you know, or maybe two yeah. scenes. So, so to to give him that episode as a director and and a lead actor, that was that was really something. That's, and I yeah, think, really and I, I think, event. proven to be the, the very good decision. Yeah. So. All I was going to ask Max is when you're talking about uh, watching yourself back and all, all that stuff is, um, did you ever feel uh, at the end of Deep Space Nine that you wish they'd um, gave more fanfare to the wedding of Lita and um, Rom because their yeah. wedding seems to get overshadowed by Dax and Worf, which is like only a couple of episodes later i think isn't it wayne something like that well they had yeah they had the i don't think i don't think i don't think the show could um do two weddings yeah like that that. 
I did, I did wish they had. Yeah, I was I, no, I, I, you know, I never, I never thought about it till you just said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I got to do that uh, Casablanca thing, you know, um, mm-hmm. that little Casablanca speech that Bogart gives to um, uh, Russell. Uh, oh God, uh, who was the actress that he? That, um, oh, I'm not the person to ask. Me. In, uh, <laughs> But I know what you mean. But you, you know who I mean? It'll come yeah. to me later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I get to give that speech, and I wish I had done it better, but, you know, it's one of those things I wish oh, I had no, done Oh, no, it's better. great. I just, I, you know, I just always wish that they'd been uh, more around that wedding instead of Worf and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, as well, I think what made that wedding was it was this sense of importance and urgency because yeah. the Federation were getting kicked off the station yeah. and they wanted Cisco to marry them. Yeah. Not knowing what was going on. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's true. But they got to. They got to add to the. Uh, 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 sorry. Oh God, what is Worf? What what species is he? Oh, Klingon. Oh God. Yeah. See, three years <laughs> three years ago, I would have remembered that. Yeah. Uh, we got to learn a little bit more about the Klingons and how, and what the wedding ceremony is like and. Uh, mm-hmm. And that thing that uh, the, the the mother-in-law give, gives a speech about um, there was man and he was alone, you know, there was a man and he was alone and then he meets a female and blah, blah. So I thought that was nice. That uh, You're not against that. You just wanted also for a wrong yeah, yeah. leader thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was still happy to see them have their wedding. Yeah. But... No, it didn't. Uh, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't bother me. I was happy to uh, I was happy to do, you know, do that little um Casablanca piece, like I said. Yeah. Why can't Why can't I remember her name? Uh, Humphrey Bogart, and uh, I'm Isabella Rossellini's mother. We're too scared to Google it with our bad internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> Isabel Isabella Google Rossellini's it, yeah. mother. <laughs> Ingrid Bergman. Ingrid Bergman. So. Uh-huh. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah. So, but good. That's an interesting question. Yeah, about the, the wedding. Yeah. If there was an eighth eighth season, maybe we would have gotten married on for, for I still enough. hope there will be. <laughs> uh, anyway. there could well, be, in, today's, to, in today's age, you could at least do an animated version yeah. of Deep Space Nine. I'd love that. For an eighth season. Yeah. Well, well, CBS seems to be very busy with all the uh, stuff they got. They have some nice stuff going on. The Picard uh, series. And, they've certainly uh, got a lot. Oh, in fact, they have got an animated uh, Nickelodeon uh, season uh, series. Oh, uh, starting. Lower, lower Depths. No, no, that, that one's already been on. They've got two animated ones. And uh, one of them, Lower Decks, has just finished airing. And Lower uh, Decks, yeah, Lower Decks. It's on, what is the, uh, who carries it? I know it's CBS, CBS Access in America, but I'm not sure about the rest of the world. Oh, CBS? Think, isn't it, Wayne? CBS Wayne? Access for C- them? It, uh. In America, it's uh, out on CBS All Access, but it hasn't been released worldwide yet. Uh, okay. Oh, well, I want to yeah, see what they did. Yeah. But yeah, there's a new one coming up soon, which I'm not aware of the name. I, Wayne might be, but I know that they've got... Um, and uh, Mulgrew coming back as uh, Catherine Janeway, so you never know. Like the, the amount of but that's not Captain Janeway. That's not an animated thing, is it? Yeah, yeah. it is. It's another it is. one, okay. another animated series, okay. but on Nickelodeon. So Lower Decks was more sort of catered to immature adults like us. Yeah, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, the the one on Nickelodeon will be more child friendly, I think. And oh, that's did you see? Well, did, gonna have Kate Mulgrew. Did you see? Have you seen the lower decks? I don't know what. You, yes, what you we've yeah. seen most of it. Okay, and it's okay, yeah. huh? Yeah, it's it's not bad. A, a lot of people absolutely love it. Um, I I like it. I like it. I would say that, it, but it's it's uh, humor is very subjective. Mm. So so it's not necessarily uh, my favorite incarnation of star trek but i liked it no. okay and it's growing on us too <laughs> so i'd yeah. like to give it a second watch i've not actually finished it yet um i, I know do they have do they actually have john delancey in uh, the end of that, no because no, i know q supposed to be in it yeah, they have John Delancey come back as Q for episode eight for a little bit, and then at the end of the, the last episode, um, both appear. Wow. Oh, thanks for spoiling that for me, Wayne. Wow. <laughs> okay. But no, that is cool. I do look forward to that. Yeah. So, um, but no, it's we, we just know Kate Mulgrew is in uh, the new one on Nickelodeon. So who knows who they'll be asking to uh, to come wow. back. I'm a little far away from there, but uh, yeah. No, but it's voice acting, isn't it? You could do. Oh, it, we could. Anyway. We could do it right here and now. We could do a little yeah. rom scene. Yeah, we, we yeah. could. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. So, and uh, when um, it, when you was uh, making Deep Space Nine, obviously Rom was initially the character like used like to uh, accompany Quark, but. Like, as they then introduced more and more aspects, Rom came out on his own. At what point did they uh, suggest to you, you like the love interest of Lita? Because like they're two very characters that are almost very uh, opposites. That then like slowly like they uh, forge together. That works absolutely beautifully. When did they first approach you about Lita and Rom? It was a very specific moment. Um... They had just, I think, finished the scene and needed to, you know, they do the scene, they do a scene and they, they, they light it this way. And then uh, they do a shot of the two of you and they light it this way. And they just were done with the light. So they, and they, they were going down uh, to an, a new scene a little further down the way. And we were around, we were we were just off the promenade. So there was a pause while they readjusted all their equipment. And I Bear came over to me put his arm around me and he said let's go for a walk and he and he the promenade was right there and and we just stepped onto it and started walking and i thought i'm fired (laughs) (laughs) i'm fired why would he put his arm around me unless i'm fired and he said uh, he said listen we're giving lita to ron you know the Ferengi ears are very thick, and I'm I can't be sure that I heard correctly. Yeah. So I said, I said what? <laughs> he said we're giving Lita to Rom, and I knew she was with Bashir, and I, I said, why? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, listen, listen, right now you're right. Lita is with, and uh. But Lita, but uh, uh, Bashir, we want to keep him single. Mm. He seems to have, he seems to, you know, he's a handsome guy and he's, you know, he's, he's svelte and uh, 
just 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 uh, the the ladies seem to really like him. So the the lady the the female fans seem to really like him. So we want to keep him single. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I said, is that a compliment to me? <laughs> <laughs> Because he's hand, he, he's handsome. What am I? Ch- you know, chopped liver. And and then before I felt like, no, don't talk him out of it. <laughs> don't talk him out of yeah. it. This is a great thing. But I said, thank you, uh, thank you, Iris Stephen Bear. And uh, that's how I found out. Yeah. He 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 uh, he he let me know directly, directly from him. I think it was a really good switch that they did there. I think it really helped build all three of the characters in the show when they when they switched that around. Well, it was great. It was great for me to have a love interest. Yeah. Mm. Well, where else would I have a love interest? You know. So. <laughs> and, and and did he give you quite a, a bit of advance notice? Because obviously, like the subtle like looks or like it, like the the flirting that wasn't necessarily verbal between rom and lita like happened a long time before lita actually turned around and said i'm in love with rom mm. uh i can tell i can tell you when he told me what he told me mm-hmm. there was no there was no hint of it in any script i was reading you know mm-hmm. so so it had to be a good distance away you know, at least if, if I would say a couple of months of shooting away, at least. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I remember it was it was it was it was shocking to me. It, it, I used to see scripts in advance uh, occasionally, well, occasionally, and uh, I had not seen anything that that suggested that. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been such a shock to me when he said that. Mm-hmm. A good shock, that- a good shock. Leader the double girl. Lita, yeah. girl. Hi, Lita. Hi, Lita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Rom gave hope to a lot of people that you can be the guy, you can be the friend, and eventually you will come up trumps. So. <laughs> Definitely. Rom is a uh, Rom has more goodness in him than uh, than I have, and uh, it's taught me it's taught me a lot about being good, trying to be good. Just for the sake of being good, you know, it's, a, it's not to get anything back from. It's just, it's just to be right with the world, you know. And uh, I think he was. Uh, I've learned a lot from him. Well, I've learned things from him. Yeah. yeah. What a privilege! What a privilege! What a privilege to play that role. Definitely. Yeah, lovely character. Oh, he's, he's one of our favorite of all time because mm-hmm. like, it, it, he's probably got some of the like biggest character progression like just from like the start to finish she becomes such uh yeah together he has a great uh he has a great arc story arc yeah over the seven seasons it's incredible it's incredible and yeah to me everything that they did for him everything the writers did for him makes sense it really makes sense so Mm -hmm. i may not be I, i may not be objective enough but uh from 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 the vantage point of being as objective as I can be, I think it all makes sense what they did with it. Yeah, and now he's on Ferenginar trying to uh, hold on to his Grand Nega ship. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure he's probably fought off a good few assassinations over the years. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, very very possibly. Yeah. 
yeah yeah that's it definitely like the brunts of Ferenginar would not be uh <laughs> too happy with grand nagus rom i think brunt might be uh i think brunt and rom might reach in some sort of accord with each other so, but uh you know you know the characters grow and maybe i think yeah the fact that rom is so nice and the fact that brunt already knew him he could just use that just like you know me we're we're friends aren't we wrong we're friends <laughs> maybe brunt maybe brunt will also grow you know in that yeah. uh, chef combs yeah. the fabulous combs yeah oh i absolutely love the man yeah i think he's an amazing actor yeah absolutely. I, I i totally agree yeah I just wish he was in more things all the time. I just wish he was <laughs> cast in more stuff. Like, oh, Jeff Combs would have been good in that role. <laughs> you know, before Enterprise went off the air, he was uh, Enterprise did four seasons. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was going to he was going to be a series regular starting season five. His character. Yeah, he um, he he was um, Shran. Shran. Shran and I yeah. don't, don't know how many episodes he did, but yeah, just just carrying on proving how versatile he was like yeah. he can do this he can do this he can do he this can. like so different like you compare Wayun, who he's probably on screen most as in deep space nine to shrand completely different yeah yeah it's just fantastic yes to be honest enterprise not getting uh, further than four seasons was an absolute travesty but to know that mm-hmm. uh that Shram would have been a series regular, not a series regular, like a normal, like a full-on cast member, like going forward. That upsets me so much because yeah, it's it was amazing. He he would have been a series, according to the uh, per, per, uh, executive producer. He he they were gonna in, uh, use him as a uh, make a series regular out of the character. Yeah, so such a shame. I, I believe I believe that's true. I believe that's true. Yeah. With uh, and with uh, Jeff Combs, he was—he's uh, obviously synonymous with uh, like playing so many characters, uh, like uh, through Trek. Uh, if you could have had one more character oh, out of any question. of the uh, guest characters or uh, like uh, guest appearances that happened, what character do you think you would have liked to have sunk your teeth into? <laughs> Or species, or whatever. Yeah. Or what? Or species, or sp- you know, alien race, whatever mm, alien yeah. race, possibly. Mm, I was they. I, I had a little small role in one of the films, the Next Generation films, where I played a trill. Mm-hmm. That was very. Yeah. That was that was relatively very easy makeup. Uh, I can't be a Cardassian because I'm not tall enough. Um, I I don't have a. I don't have an answer for you. I'm sorry to say, but I, I liked Rom, uh, uh, and maybe to play another Ferengi to see if I can make him different enough. That would be mm. a challenge mm-hmm. to, to to play. You know, give me another Ferengi that's not I Rom. I think you could because of what Wayne said with how different Rom was in that first, that very first episode. I think wasn't it where he's just really stern and sort of strict. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, Nog. With Nog, right, so. getting him in. Yeah, yeah. And the voice isn't completely there either. The you know. Do, yeah, that's true. That is true. It's not. Uh, it's yeah, I think you could have done that definitely. It's a different kind of. Uh, it is. It is. I don't know. I don't know why, but yeah, the voice is different. I think uh, uh, Ira told me this. Uh, 
the when the when the writers conceived of uh, uh, Quark and and Rom, Quark was supposed to be the funny one. It was Quark that was supposed to be funny, and Rom was supposed to be the 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 more disciplinary one, the tougher one. It's hard to and, imagine and, now, isn't it? It's hard to imagine now. Uh, and he said after they saw the first two or three episodes, they realized they'd made a mistake. Yeah. And that, and that, and that what would those characters, we didn't fit the, what the writers were writing and Armin fit more what they were writing for me. And I fit more what they were writing for Armin. So they switched that. So maybe that's where that voice comes. Cause they want, they want, they were looking for a, a tougher, you know, um, he grabs him and throws him into the classroom, you know? Yeah. They, yeah, very for, uh, don't have the right word for it, but let's say a tougher, uh, more discipline, uh, and Frankie who was more of a disciplinarian. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I, yeah, I think they, I think they were right. I think that uh, it worked out the way uh, when they made the switch. I think that's probably when the voice changed. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. And how much? Uh, so, say if um, you guys as actors felt that you uh, like once you're wearing that skin once you're like becoming this uh, character you uh, kind of form a bond with that character how approachable were say the writing team or the production team if you felt like i'm not sure if ron would do this or if you wanted the character to go a certain way with something was was they quite open to that or uh First of all, the the uh, the, the writing team. Um, we worked with a, a script supervisor, uh, Judy Brown. She has the script in her hand as we sa- says the line. She makes notes. What are we saying wrong? Blah blah blah. Till we and so we could get it right. And when I had questions about the lines, I would go to her. Mm-hmm. She would call the writer's office, and either they would ca- call me over if I wasn't shooting, you know, in the middle of a shot. Uh, and I'd speak to the writers directly, or they'd say they call back, and, and that that was always always the case. And it must have happened five or six times in in the course of the series. Mm-hmm. And they would tell me, and I would say I would say to them, I don't understand this line, and they would explain it to me. Mm-hmm. I'd say, oh, and they would they would work with me until I got it. And I that was really really um, said something about the writers. But dealing with the lines a little different than dealing with plot points or 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 uh, or character development so so we didn't talk much about that one reason i didn't have to talk to them about that is because i love what they were giving me <laughs> yeah i didn't want to talk i didn't want to talk them out of something yeah uh, uh and then the, the it was the next the last ferengi episode which was probably the next to last or next to next to last episode of ds9 we uh, when when ron becomes a grand nagus mm-hmm we both didn't understand why it was Rom who became the Grand Nagus. We didn't, we weren't in agreement with what they wrote. And I remember we sat outside the writer's building. Renee Echevarrius talked to us. Um, I don't think we were in costume even. We we're just visiting. I, I don't know. I don't know. Was this and, yourself? Uh, and, um, uh, Armin. Armin. Me, Ar- Armin. Uh, me and Rene Echevarria, and he explained oh. what he wanted, what he was trying. And he spent a good amount of time doing that. And then we, we, we just like they are on the phone, you know, I, I, I understood what, 
They under they didn't want they did not want Quark. They wanted Quark to to after all these years he's still in the same place he was. Mm-hmm. He he hasn't uh, he can he cannot give up the Ferengi tradition, and uh, and that's who he is. That that's who he is. That's what that's what he stands for. The the the, the um, continuance of the Ferengi tradition. So. So and do, do you like it now? Are you happy with the way it went now? With I Rob? became the Grand Nagus. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm the Grand Nagus of the Ferengi Empire. Yeah. 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 I think it was a great choice. I, I really like it. I think it makes a lot of sense. I was shocked. I was shocked. Probably a, a shock or a, a, a bigger than when they gave me Lita. They gave yeah. Hook had Lita and Rom hook up. Can I say hook up? That's like. It doesn't mean what it used to mean when I was when I was growing up, hooked up meant you met up with somebody or got together with somebody. Now it means something more than that, right? That can just mean that. Uh, okay. not, not in England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in America. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, and the process that you said like about them like really going into detail with things with you, like having worked on other productions is that something that was just common in hollywood or is it something that the star trek writers were just exceptional at what what's that exceptional uh, like, like going over like things with yourselves as the actors like having that sort of uh availability to the writers to like to go over things the the, the short answer is no i've never seen anything like that anywhere um well i have actually i have actually that i i some films I did had roundtable readings. They got all the characters together and uh, they would sit for a morning and go over the whole script. Uh, I'm not sure if people were asking questions, though, but mm. yeah, and I, and I did uh, I, I, I did a, a, actually a British thing uh, where they, they, they sat around the table and read. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, when you're a recurring character or a uh, series regular, um, you have a little more clout just because just because everybody knows you already. You know, you're not some actor coming in off the street to play a role for seven days, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they don't know you and um, they don't they may not understand your thinking and it may seem may seem brash or, or I don't know what the verb would be. It may, may seem like too much. Uh, to ask about the development of something but on deep space nine people knew me you know so i could go i i felt i think they felt comfortable because they knew me that i could say what does this mean and uh, that that kind of thing am i making sense yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah that, that that there's a that you know that this the specialness of us being able to sit around a table and talk about the script and stuff uh because we all, you know, we we knew each other. We we knew each other. So, um, it does seem and like on a great most shows, mo- most shows that I were was on, uh, uh, most shows I come in for the week. You know, I'm a guest star for the week for that episode. So, it's much harder to say, hey guys, let's get together and, and read this and go. I'm having coffee, or you know, uh, or I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm going to learn my lines on the weekend, or you know, by myself. Right? Mm-hmm. So. So I, 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 I think other people do it. I do think other people do it. I've heard that other people do that, but um, yeah. With spending so much time on the sets as well, did you have any particular favorite set out of all of the Deep Space Nines? 
No. Someone just asked me about it, had a similar question for me. I Like what it was like to be on the bridge of the enterprise, someone asked me. Mm-hmm. I No, it didn't. It didn't have the specialness that it might have to. Uh, you know, though, you know, I think I did one sit in the captain's chair, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think I thought since I'm here, since I'm here, we, we didn't have enterprise. We had a. Uh, the defiant. Yeah, I think since no, nobody was there, I think I'd sit down and see how comfortable it is. And I did that. But uh, no, what, no. What about Cisco's uh, office? Most of the time, most of the time I was there, I was, you know, it was a day of shooting. So there's so much to do on a shooting day. There's just so your head is so full of stuff. There really, there really isn't the kind of time mm. to go to go look around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And during those days, who would tend to be the uh, the class clown of the cast? Who who would be uh, misbehaving most? I'm guessing Aaron a little bit, maybe from what Max is saying. But, uh, Aaron was. I think all the Ferengi were pretty serious. I yeah. I heard that on TNG uh, there were. I heard that people had fun with each other. You know. Uh, mm. On our show, I only saw it. We did. We did a. Uh, Oh God! What is it when you're not you you, you switch you switch time? Uh, alternate universe. We did an alternate universe episode. Oh, maybe universe. We did a few. Yeah. We did a few. We did a few. And the first one, uh, so so we weren't our normal DS9 characters. We were kind of maybe opposite to them. Yeah. And I remember I remember watching Colm and Terry Farrell and Avery work the scene, shoot the scene. Because they were here, and the, the camera would be on me this way, and then it was, or us, there, there were a number of people there, actors there. And, and it would turn around and shoot on them, and they, if anybody was funny, it was to me. Cool. They were they were the, uh, the you know, goofing, goofing around with each other. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to goof around when you're in three hours of makeup. You you kind of kind of yeah. want to get out. You want you kind of want to get out of it. We you did. We had fun. We had fun. But, uh, yeah. You know, three Ferengi in a Jeep, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, man, we are in trouble deep. But, uh, but you know, we were, we were, I, I, I don't mean to say that Colmini was not serious or Avery Brooks was not serious. I think it, I think those guys were very serious actors. But we, but I suppose the, the, the lightheartedness only lasts so long once everybody's been in makeup for nine hours. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> You just know that at any moment someone on that set could just go, come on, guys. I want to have my dinner before I go to bed tonight. <laughs> I, I, I've no question here, but I just wanted to say, Max, as a fan, like every time I, I know Wayne feels the same, that we watch a Deep Space Nine episode and you're not really paying attention to the title of it um, or what number you're on. Whenever you see Max Grudenchik and Aaron Eisenberg come up on those after uh, title things, it's you always know that you're in store for a great episode every time <laughs> it's what it's a just nice a pleasure to just to see it there what a sweet thing to say thank you yeah no worries i'm tempted to sing something to I'm sing to sing it's the end of the line we've run <laughs> out of time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we're uh, nearly yeah. at least i think aren't we, we want to wrap up like we've run out of time the evening's gone the distance. Here's one final run. Yeah, yeah. One more song for them. 
don't want to say goodbye, but we've reached the end of the line. At the end, end of the line, like the end of DS9. We remember what we leave behind. Yeah. From Cardassia Prime to that wormhole divine, we remember what we leave behind. Yeah. Anyway. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Honestly, honestly, those moments in the documentary like gave me goosebumps. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's a great I have to I I gotta see that documentary again. Yeah. Every time I see it I learn something new. Yeah. It's an excellent this... documentary, but it really is like Max is the bread if it was a sandwich max is the bread <laughs> of that documentary sandwich really? and aaron's right in the middle well He's... you got some you got <laughs> some pretty you got some pretty heavy hitters up there with, uh, oh with... yeah no it's a fantastic but, and aaron and aaron you know they uh, ira interviews aaron and uh, that that little three minute sequence alone is worth the whole movie i think uh, yeah herman Zim- zimmerman and uh just uh just everybody yeah just just everybody but what i loved most about the documentary is i didn't think i could love deep space nine any more than i already did and then after watching that documentary it it makes you want to go rewatch the entire thing every time doesn't it as a fan yeah it's uh just reminds you how amazing the program was and you know ira and everyone that's worked with him has just done a great job on the documentary itself it's really good ira really ira is the reason for that document without ira no documentary yeah yeah it was, so ira's, it was ira's idea and uh, i hope i'm not hope, hope nobody's mad at me i think it was ira's idea and he worked on it and he worked on it and he worked on it <laughs> And I know it's a, a little thing, but I wish, every, I say this every time I wa- watch it, I wish CBS would just do the HD uh, remaster of uh, Deep Space Nine because they do it for that documentary with those scenes. Uh, even just Rom's face, like they've HD remastered it, you know, just uh, for a few uh, seconds, uh, and it looks uh-huh. amazing. Uh, they did that for TNG, but they've not yet done it for the other series, and I wish they would for Deep Space Nine. I really do, uh-huh. but... I this don't is H- HD technology. Yeah, yeah, they spent a, a good deal of money on um, on uh, cleaning those scenes up and making them look much better than they originally did, and they look amazing in comparison huh. to the originals. That's, I don't know much about the technology. Yeah, um, I don't know how it works. I just know it looks great in the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would do it with the whole seven and, seasons, but and you could really seasons. see it. You could really see a difference. Yeah, yeah, we could show you like a you know a picture versus picture, and you'd be like, wow, that's really different, so sometimes, much better. I, I don't know what the what the uh, technology is, but sometimes I watch something and it's like too close. It's too real. It's too yeah, real. yeah. I mean, I'm not sure I want that. So, but um, just somewhere in between because you know, <laughs> some of that stuff from the '90s, it's just a bit. Um, it's a bit blurry now, and also you have the uh, whatever you call it, the the certain ratios where it's just the square. Yes, and yeah. uh, you know the, you uh, can, the they uh, they call that the aspect ratio. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the four by three versus sixteen by nine. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Ira, Ira worked at it and uh, worked at it and worked at it. And I, 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 he, he, I heard him say that if he had known how long the process would take, he doesn't know if he would have done it. But yeah, it took a long, 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 long time. I think it was worth it. So, uh, oh God, I think it was worth it. Absolutely, absolutely. Max. I just want to say thank you so much uh, for joining us and popping in for a catch up and a chat. And we're so glad to have had the opportunity to speak to you again. It really does. Yeah, mean- it's lovely. Brilliant. And you guys are great. Is there anything, any question that you always wanted to ask? I don't, you, you ask them. Uh, to be honest, I re-listened to our podcast from the other day, uh, from a few years back. And I think we've pretty much covered. Okay. Uh, like, uh, like all the things that I want to ask. I've oh, one to, question I, I would ask is, will you come back and do this again at some point with us? <laughs> sure, of course. Cool. Of course, of course, you could do this from anywhere in the world, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Awesome. Just exactly. about. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, I can't believe you're working off. Of, who's working off a cell phone? Uh, uh, I am. Wayne yeah. is working. I can't believe in his that. Backyard, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. And no, we're it's... working here. We're working off an old laptop, which is incredibly. It's working. You can see me, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks and sounds yeah. great today. Yeah. So, it's just uh, yeah. uh, my wife is responsible. I have to give a shout out to my. Where's the camera? I have to give a shout out to my wife who put this all together and um, knows the the uh, technology of it. I would have no idea how to do this, <laughs> and uh, got this old laptop that we don't like and uh, made it work for at least these purposes. And my wife, Karina, thank you, Karina. Thank you, Karina. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here without you. All right. Behind every, behind every great man, there's a greater woman. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And no. It's true for me. It's true for me. So, uh, no. so well, well regard, regards to Leanne. Yeah. Speaking of. Which. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, is uh, to be honest, Max, we uh, we still we want to get you back at some point in the future, uh, like once conventions are a thing again. Yeah, we'd love to see you back in the UK as well. Obviously, one of these days when uh, life's a bit more back to normal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We. I, I don't. Big no election idea coming. When it'll be. Big election coming up in a was it a couple of weeks or so uh, in the states? We'll see. Mm, we'll, have, yeah. um, we'll see what happens and uh, we'll see with corona i don't know i don't know yeah it's That's getting it. worse now it's getting worse so we'll see mm-hmm. yeah. exactly so but at, at least during these troubling times we can at least immerse ourselves in the wonderful world that is star trek so yeah i it, think it, max you know, being on here today's made a lot of people very happy i'm sure listening to the I think it's a yeah. I think it's a good way to use the time to catch up on that. There's a lot of things, a lot of episodes I've never seen. So, mm. I mean, Star Trek episodes in general. I should, I should pick a series and start going. You know. Yeah. I'd say maybe when we get you back next time, maybe we should pick an episode or two to watch and dive. That'd be really episode. cool idea, actually. Yeah. My favorite episode, just so you know, is an episode called. I think it's my favorite Star Trek episode, but I haven't seen them all. Episode called Darmok. I just feel like saying that. I don't know. Okay. Maybe because it's about communication and we're communicating. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's a good I, choice. You know, you know Darmok. Yeah. We do, yeah. Dark. When the walls fell. Dark. Yeah. And 
do you know what? Funnily enough, I was listening to a uh, Larry Nemechek podcast uh, that he does, <laughs> and he um, interviewed the guy who wrote that episode. Uh, his name is missing from my head at the moment. Uh-huh. But funnily enough, he had said that um, he got to like, be at like the roundtable reading uh, of Darmok. And Patrick Stewart's initial reaction to that episode, when they started reading it, and because it's all like uh, Darmok Angelard at Tanagra, like when uh-huh. the walls fell. When the walls like fell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, Patrick Stewart's initial reaction was to throw down the script and go, who wrote this bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, wow. Patrick was not a fan at the time, but it, wow. it proved to be a brilliant episode. I had a big brew on it because it did a lot of people, didn't it? I think it's my favourite. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it'd be brilliant to revisit that with you and have a chat about that. Anyway, okay. What is today? Today's Wednesday. Oh, yeah, we got this in. Good, good. Thank you for joining us for our 200th uh, episode of the podcast, Max. We really appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I feel a little little honoured here. Uh, Thank you. Oh, so, but there, there's no there's no live conventions going on now in in the UK. No, we no. were supposed to hold one of our own uh, next month, but uh, yeah. no, it's just you just can't do it. It's just not sensible. Right here, we have a law against. Uh, I think it's fifteen. There are numbers they give you. Like you can have fifteen people mm-hmm. outside and a limit of six people inside getting together, or that kind of thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. we have similar so, ones here in the UK. Yeah. So yeah. so I don't know. Uh, I don't know how people fly and if anybody's flying, but no, it's, it's, uh, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't know if 2021's going to even see many events back. I think they, be- they have the Star Trek one in London scheduled for no, uh, October or November of 2021, but we'll just have to wait and see if that happens. So hopefully if things are back to normal, they'll invite you to that max and we might well, see you there. I, I, I think I'm invited to one in uh, Dortmund, Germany. Yeah. Said. And that got postponed, and I think that's happening in March now. I think. Is it I March? Think. I thought it was like July. Yeah. Uh, don't go by. Don't go by me. But uh, but. Uh, no, I don't know either. But. Uh, yeah. I think they yeah. put pushed it to March or, or March. I, I don't I imagine that will get put back again. You know, it might be July. You may be right because uh, my wife said to me. Because I said I have a 50th uh, high school reunion yeah. in, Ju- in July, and she said, no, 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 that's in June. So maybe, maybe you're right. It could be. Anyway, anyway, we'll see you somewhere. Yeah. We'll, see, yeah. we'll see you somewhere. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've been Wayne Emery. I've been Jude Hawkins. And I've been Max Grudenchik, and that's Trekmate. That lovely planet Riser I simply can't embrace The glory that is Kronos It's mostly for the Klingon race But my station in deep space Is sadly much too far away I miss the promenade And the busy cargo bay I left my quark 
and Captain Cisco. Nearby a trill, they call to me. But Deep Space Nine is rather far. I'm stuck on Ferenginar, where it never rains. No, no, it only pours. Miss those Dominion Wars. I miss Doc Bashir, Constable Odo, Major Kira, in the operations team. I wish I could beam, beam all the way home, home to Quark and Captain Cisco. To DS9, my happy time, my dream. You've been listening to the Trekmate Podcast. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle stations. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.